Hello and welcome to another episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. I know it's been a minute since I've been on, but we're going to try to make a better go of that. Anywho, so we're going to kick things off right now by talking about the new regulations for cosmetics in the U.S. Uh, late last year, there was a bill that was passed called MUCRA, which is the Modernization of Cosmetic Regulation Act. We'll try to say that ten times fast. Even two times fast. Even one time fast. I don't even think I can say it. I couldn't even hardly say it now. Anywho. Um, so yeah, they passed that. They haven't made any changes to the law since like the 1930s. So it was like really needed to come and happen. Uh, they are still kind of working through it. So there's a meeting coming up on June 1st and it's going to be virtual. Uh, and they're going to be listening to the people's. And, um, so there's a lot to go along with this. If you're in the U S some things to, to keep in mind with this is if you make over a certain amount, I think it's like a million dollars, then you're going to be more impacted than somebody like me who might make a little less than 10,000 a year. Uh, so it's like a million dollars a year or more. So the big things that it's, it's going to allow the FDA to do some of the key points. And I'll include this in the, um, in the notes. So you can go click on the link and, and read more about it. So they're going to have records access. So if certain conditions are met, they can access and copy certain records related to a cosmetic product. Keep in mind, soap uh, is not really a cosmetic. Uh, so if you just make soap, you should be okay, but err on the side of caution. Records, keep track of your stuff, people. I know, this is also telling me, too. So I'm like, tell me, remember, track your records. I've got my book. Um, you might want to upload your records to the interwebs and keep it under lock and key, just in case, because there's always a possibility that something will happen, and you want to make sure that you can still access those records should anything happen. No bad juju. Uh, there's also it's mandatory recall authority. So if there's a problem with a cosmetic, they can mandate that it be recalled, which with some of those cosmetics out there not too long ago, let me tell you, it would be a good thing. Uh, adverse event reporting. So a responsible person, which <laughs> me responsible. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I kind of am sometimes. Um, but a a business, a responsible person in a business, <laughs> not my 12 year old mentality, uh, is required to report serious adverse events associated with the use of the cosmetic product in the U S within 15 days after receiving a report. You can read more into that, uh, on the website facility registration. Uh, so you have to register your facility with the FDA and renew the registration every two years. Cosmetics people, not soap. Keep that in mind. So something to think about. And I think that's something that they're looking at if you make over a certain dollar amount. So don't panic. Um, product listing, the responsible person must list each marketed cosmetic product with the FDA, including product ingredients and provide updates annually. And then a safety substantiation. Woo, that's a hard word. Substantiation. So the responsible person is required to ensure and maintain records supporting adequate safety substantiation for your products. 
So, yeah. Uh, that basically means you need to, to back up what you sell. So you got to make sure that you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's or crossing your I's and dotting your T's. Um, but I'll provide a link on the, for this on their, on the uh, comments so you can read more into it. But like I said, don't panic. There's a meeting coming up, a virtual meeting on June 1st. If you're listening to this after June 1st, they should have on the FBI website more information of, of the results of the meeting. So that way you can kind of look through it and see how it impacts you. The nice thing about it is we're, you know, small soapers are going to be represented by the soap guild. So that's the nice thing about it. They're going to be like, Hey, the little guy, don't forget the little guy. So we're, they, we've got, we've got people, we got people for that. We got people. Anywho. So moving right along, um, soap challenge club. I know I haven't mentioned this in a hot minute, but I was like, Oh, they've got some good stuff going on. So congratulations to the May soap challenge winners. Uh, they've got some awesome stuff in there. Somebody did a book and somebody did a purse and I'm just like, Holy cow purse soap, book soap. I'm very impressed. Uh, but if you would like to take advantage of the, I wouldn't say necessarily take advantage, but if you want to try your hand at the uh, soap challenge club contests, they have a new contest coming up on, um, actually coming up. Uh, you've got until June 12th to register for it. That's the deadline. And then you have from between June 19th and June 27th to submit your entry. And they'll announce the winners July 1st. And then they're, of course, now with that one, the upcoming, the upcoming, if I can say it, uh, is watermelon. So that is so cool. Watermelon. So I love saying the word watermelon because it's so funny. Uh, but that's the June contest. So the July is swing swirl. So all kinds of funny names. Uh, now the, the July, if you don't want to do the watermelon and you want, you're like, because eh, it's, it, it's for anybody and they're all levels. So they're going to do all levels with it. So you don't have to be expert level with making watermelon. soap. Uh, although the picture they have on their website is really cute, but um, you can always do the, the wing swirl in July. So with the July contest, the registration is from July 3rd to the 10th excuse me. And then the winner is going to be announced July 29th. So if you want to take advantage of that, I'll, I'll include a link to where you can go have some fun. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is, did you know that some of the ingredients, some of the, the, um, supplies, the tools that you use, you can get at brewing supply stores. Oh, the devil you say. Yeah, I did say it. So for example, if you need glass beakers to pour your fragrance oils or, or essential oils into, they gotcha. They gotcha. I got two because I got a, a brew supply place down the street from me. So it's really awesome. And if you need like a pH meter, they gotcha because they use pH, I think with beer. Uh, so if they make beer, which is really cool that they offer those options. They also have small quantities, or if you work it out with the brew supply store, you can get larger quantities of like citric acid uh, or any other ingredients that you need. I don't know if they can do oils for you. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but uh, and lye, uh, that would also be, might be a stretch too, but you never know. 
it doesn't hurt to ask. Just kind of say, hey. So I can tell you that I was talking to the guy there and I wanted to get more sodium citrate, which is like a, a great tool for in small quantities in your soap can help with soap scum. So I, I can't say conclusively. I've started adding like, I think I put 2%. I have to double check my recipe. Uh, but you can even do 1%. Um, no, actually, I think I do 1%. You can do 1% or less uh, of sodium citrate in your soaps to help with soap scum. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and I think it's a deriv derivative. That's a, that's a big word. Derivative of citric acid. So you can also use citric acid. Uh, I haven't played with citric acid in my soap, so individual results may vary. I would suggest, as always, test first. Test, test, test. But it's nice to be able to know that if you need something, if you need containers, if you need, like they do the, the plastic buckets there. You can get one gallon, three gallon, five gallon buckets for making soap. Yes, with lids. Awesome. And they're food grade, even better. So you can do that, pH meters, certain ingredients. So your local brewing supply can be a benefit. And if you like to make the booze, yeah, it's a it's a plus. You got two for one there. One place to get two different things to play with. And why do I say that? Because yes, I do make the booze. I found a, a great place that's in Hawaii that sells uh, honey. And they sell, uh, not only do they sell honey, they sell uh, vanilla beans. Oh, it smells so good. Woohoo! Yeah, anywho, I'm not going to go down that tangent. But long story short, if, if you need supplies, Brewer Supply is your friend. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is I recently placed an order with the lie guy because I'm down to like two bottles of lie. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's been a hot minute. I need to order some lie. And I noticed on his website that he's going to be coming up with a new website in May. Uh, which is like now. So he's probably delayed a little bit. So uh, pardon the dust. You may see his website change if you've ever purchased from Lie Guy before. Uh, if you haven't purchased from the Lie Guy, and it might be if you're on the East Coast, it might be more beneficial. If you're on the West Coast, there are other places that you can go to. Brambleberry, uh, The Sage, I believe, also does lie. Um in Chandler, there's the Arizona Soap Supplies. I'm so jealous because I lived in Arizona for a hot minute. Never knew about that place. Um, and I wish I had because I would go buy the things and smell the things. And yeah, it would be awesome. But yeah, long story short, the lie guy has a new site that he's going to be uh, putting out there soon. So keep an eye out for it. Also, National Shrink Wrap. If you buy or have bought or have been thinking about buying something to wrap your soaps, um, they offer biofilm, which is really nice. It's a, a way of trying to help stay green. That's me. Um, they've recently revamped their website. They went under new management. Not a bad thing. Kind of miss the old one, but like the new one. But they also have a new website, really user-friendly to work with. And they've been doing a lot of Facebook posts. I don't know about the other sites, because uh, I, I have a, a one-track mind and my track doesn't go very far. Anywho, so their new site is really cool. And occasionally they do have sales. They not too long ago had a 15% off sale. They may have a Memorial Day sale. So if you're listening to this prior to Memorial Day, go check it out and sign up for their newsletters because you never know. If you get the emails, 
they'll let you know via email if they're having any sales. So definitely a plus there. Uh, take advantage. Uh, I took advantage and I bought two rolls of biofilm, so I don't need it for a while, which is awesome. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about are the conventions. I missed the Soper Con Soap Guild convention that happened in, I think it was Kentucky, uh, this month. So I'll, I'm really sad. But if you missed it too and you want to keep up with that, the next conference for next year is going to be in Hartford, Connecticut. And that's, that's near me. So I'm like, hmm, that might be something fun to do. Uh, but even better is in Cal Canada, the soap conference they're going to have in Canada for the Soap Guild. It's going to be in Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is, I don't think it's that far from me either. So I might enjoy doing some conferences next year and, and encouraging my bad behavior because I love conferences. Um, but I don't encourage anybody to go with me to conferences because usually when I hit those doors, I'm gone. It's like, where'd she go? Because I love to shop. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> I, I think shopping is its own hobby and then making things <laughs> a secondary hobby. But yeah, focus. Um, and then now if you do want to go to conventions this year, there's some good ones coming. So there's the Old Sage Apothecarians Conference that's coming in July. I think it's July 22nd if you want to take advantage of that. Uh, if you want to go to... Uh, that's in Catastota, New York. Uh, so it's kind of a cooler area. You won't sweat your butt off in July um, going anywhere else in the country because it's usually the southern part of the United States. It's hot. Uh, did I mention that? It's hot. It's very, very hot. Uh, but if you don't want to do that and you would rather go to a different convention, maybe in Kentucky, they have SoapCon in Kentucky. That's in Moorhead, Kentucky, and that's September 15th through the 17th. Um, attempted, but I gotta check my schedule, so I may not be able to do this year. Maybe I'll just enjoy doing conferences next year. Uh, but if you want to take advantage of that, that's pretty cool. So you got some conferences coming up that you can take advantage of. If you know of any soaping conferences, and I don't mean soap like soap operas. <laughs> which I is so funny that they have. Uh, and I've seen uh, other like medical soap conferences. I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for. So if you know of any soap conferences or something around the soap conference nature, let me know so that I can let others know so that we can kind of share the wealth there. Now you can contact me by either emailing us at soapershat at outlook.com or you can visit our Facebook group for Soapers Chat. But that's all we've got for this time. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to contact us. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, please let me know. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll chat with you later. Bye.